and Brit. Brad and Brit, the perfect combination of brawn and wit. Politics, sports, and trending shit. Let's tune in to Brad and Brit. All right, it's the Brad and Brit cast. You found us and we found you. It was a tough shit Tuesday yesterday. Today is Whip Em Out Wednesday. No. It's not, that's not right? No, look at look at the screen. What does it say? Oh, I'm sorry. Why are we here Wednesday? I forgot. Why are we here I Wednesday? <laughs> and then tomorrow is Thoroughly Fed Up Thursdays. <laughs> thoroughly Monday, Fed Up Thursdays. Monday was uh, Bare Minimum, bare minimum Monday. Monday. Tuesday was Tough Shit Tuesday. Why are we here Wednesday? Yeah. Okay. The list. Yeah. Uh, Tucker, he's so funny. My boss trial ends in New York. My boss convicted. Mm -hmm. George Santos, not charged with sexual assault. (laughs) That's funny. Uh, If his name wasn't Trump, would he ever be involved in this lawsuit? Asks one idiot. Find out who the idiot is. E. Jean Carroll's cat. Oh, I saw that. Next culture war against women just served up by the FDA. Good Lord. Like uh, I do want to. I want to start with E. Jean Carroll's cat because this is breaking news on the Truth Social platform, which is the most important thing in the history of the world. Yeah. All right, here you go. Of course, Trump lost his shit after the verdict on Tuesday. Among the stranger complaints, this reported by the Daily Beast, made by Trump, who owes a clean, cool $5 million, the same amount that the MyPillow guy owes that guy for proving him wrong. Isn't that great? Isn't that wonderful? <laughs> Notice that? Yeah. All right. The jury was not informed about the name of E. Jean Carroll's cat, which is Vagina T. Fireball. Vagina T. Fireball. Right. And if the jury had been informed of the name of the cat, blank, blank, blank. Trump wrote, the partisan judge and jury. Judge and jury are capitalized. Yeah. I always like to mention this because it's – so uneducatingly stupid the it way is. he writes. It is. And that is that is an indication of mental illness. Yeah, well. It really is. When all right. The partisan judge and jury, uh by the which is but the, the name of an ice cream place I used to go to. Judge and jury. Good, that's great. That's a good one. Yeah. It's a good one. Yeah. On the just concluded, and of course these three words are capitalized, witch hunt trial. <laughs> should be absolutely ashamed of themselves for allowing such a travesty of justice to take place. Uh, the dress, which played such a big role early on as a threatening bluff, but which ended up being totally exculpatory, was not in, allowed in to the trial as evidence. I don't know what that means. Refer, oh, for first of the dress worn by E. Jean Carroll on the day she claimed Trump attacked her in the 1990s in Bergdorf. Goodman was supposed to be like uh, the 
you know, the Monica Lewinsky dress? Is there something there's, there's some a, going on the, there? Yeah, there's a dress that doesn't have his semen on it, and they weren't allowed to see it. I, what the fuck is he doing? Nobody knows. Nor you was her cat's. Nor was her cat's name allowed in as evidence, which is vagina. The racist name she called her black husband, ape. Ape. Getting caught in a lie on the political operative, paying for this hoax. All right, the political operative would be uh, Reed Hoffman, the founder of LinkedIn, right? But he doesn't name Reed Hoffman because he knows that's going to be the next person that's going to sue him, and that's going to be somebody else with way more money than him <laughs> who won't have to uh, uh, get outside financing for a lawsuit. And uh, he'd get crushed on that, too. But he's alluded to Reed Hoffman. And, uh, of course, George Conway is the uh, person who encouraged E. Jean Carroll to file the suit, which, think about that. Don't you suspect that when Kellyanne Conway found out that George was at least uh, spiritually behind the lawsuit against Trump by E. Jean Carroll, that that was another thing that, how should we say it, didn't extend the length of the marriage. Because, <laughs> you know, they're, they're already, right, uh, not allowed to speak about Trump at the dinner table, uh, metaphorically. Okay. Just very and quickly, now, I would, uh, just yeah. very quickly, I do have a question for you. Whenever has a person been found liable of sexual violence to the tune of $5 million and then been afforded uh, a one-hour-plus forum on national television the next day? I'll wait for your answer. Uh, well, you know what? I have several examples. I would crush <laughs> you and make you feel stupid. So we'll talk about this after the podcast because you know there are many many, <laughs> many. times no it, it, what would be wrong what would be wrong with chris licht issuing the statement go you know in light of him being found liable of sexual violence we decided we don't want to give that guy a forum on worldwide television what would be wrong with that statement well, Britt, uh, obviously you don't understand politics, you don't understand media, and you don't understand right. your country. I know because <laughs> I know we're all dying to get very important answers on how Trump would attack the trade deficit if we're really going to have infrastructure week the second time around. I mean, I th these are all key questions that are going to get answered. I understand that. Yeah. How would you end the war in exactly. Ukraine? How would you How would you do that? What, what's Fam going on with that? You know, family farms are going tits up all the time, Trump. What are you going to do about it in your second term? Well, those are the top four <laughs> topics. I think you've already got it. Have you been <laughs> hacking into Caitlin Collins's notes? <laughs> Isn't there? I and I, again, I'm sorry. I'm I'm just thinking crazy here isn't there something about a guy who was just convicted of sexual violence and having like one of your top female employees stand three feet from him that kind of just makes you give you this it should at least go eh, i don't know it's not a great look for us not super for us well, Maybe, again yeah, just me well you know of course cnn is not gonna not gonna uh, pull the rug out right now because they they can feel the the ratings meter going up 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 with with each minute that goes by but here's the worst part no matter what happens 
no matter what happens within 24 hours, that would be sometime on Thursday, maybe early Friday, you will see something to the effect of Donald Trump raised blank number of million dollars following not just the conviction, but then his appearance so are you are you do you really think that there's like and i'm, it's I'm so always sick i'm it's always so using Ill. the term rednecks in trailer parks so excuse me again but like if you're in some sh- living in some shack like a hobo somewhere in arkansas and you feel like well i gotta i gotta write a check for my man he just lost five million dollars is that happening Brit, we've asked this 50 <laughs> times 90 different ways which is just what is it <laughs> that motivates people at this point, because I'm, I know you're just like me. You get a lot of solicitations sure I do. all the time via text from local politicians, from people running for governor, sure. Josh Stein. I'm on I'm all that stuff. And yeah, I, I, pri- I prioritize Stein for sure. But, yeah, you're getting Except these things all the every time. every once in a while. Yeah, yeah. yeah every once in a while. Okay. Um, and... We don't know the answer. We don't. Uh, we don't understand cults. We don't know how to pull people out from beneath this, whatever it is. We don't know. And based on the reaction of most Republican politicians, nothing changed because of this verdict. Nothing. Nothing. I would, I would, but I would like to take. He's the, the victim. He is the I, victim. He is. The I would victim. like to follow the silliness all the way down. Uh, Your Honor, we have a verdict in the case. Before jury, before you turn that in, I'd just like to tell you that Miss Carol's cat is named Vagina T Fireball. Yeah. Your Honor, we're going to need a few more minutes. We, we need to go ahead, and I think we're going to have to. <laughs> what the fuck? How does this? How stupid do you have to be? <laughs> Your Honor, I just don't think in good conscience we can find this man liable now that we find out that her cat was named after right. female genitalia. So in that f- picture that we've now all seen a million times where it's Trump and uh, E. Jean Carroll, who Trump mistakenly thinks is Marla Maples, yeah. his second wife, yeah. who he wasn't even acquainted with at the time of the picture being taken. Right. Ivana Trump is to the right, and in the middle between Eugene Carroll and Ivana Trump is John Johnson, who was married to Eugene Carroll at the time. John Johnson was a very prominent, you could not possibly not know who he was if you lived in the New York metropolitan area and received television signals, specifically Channel 7, WABC TV. John Johnson was a prominent reporter and anchor on that channel for many, many years, and she was married to him for a while. So uh, Trump whines that she, E. Jean Carroll, called her black husband Ape getting caught in a lie on the political operative paying for the hoax, Reed Hoffman, and much more. Judge Kaplan, Lewis Kaplan, denied Joe Tacopina's, the lawyer's, request last month to question 
E. Jean Carroll about an argument she described in a book that she wrote in which she called John Johnson an ape on the grounds. So what, what would that prove? Okay, so she's a racist against her own <laughs> husband. Well, and therefore, clearly. she could not possibly be telling the truth about Donald Trump cornering <laughs> right. her in Bergdorf Goodman and doing unspeakable things in the dressing room. The two things are completely connected. So Trump, this is so perfect because he, to the very end, till the, the last breath he takes, always has been thinking and will think that he can do a character assassination on anyone and it wins with the people out there in fact they might send the racists might send him more money if they all knew that Eugene carroll at some point at some time and in, in the book said that she it's so off point it's it is. but in trump's mind it's it's critical this vicious racist which donald trump is is very very upset on behalf of john johnson who by the way is dead i wish i was dead, dead. talking about this <laughs> all right i think it's i mean but i think it's all i think it's an important victory in and of itself not just for him but i think it's an important victory for women um and obviously that picture where he thought that was marla maples that was to counteract the ah She's too ugly for me to rape, right? Not not his type, right? That was supposed to counteract that argument from all those years ago. I I, I will say because I I you can find pictures of E. Jean Carroll in, in her thirties and forties. The only the the first word you would really use to describe she was a cute girl. Yeah. She was very very right as Mister Manley used to say, highly attractive <laughs> woman. So and we're not going to get into that argument, Trump. We're not going to get into that argument. It is very uh, difficult to get decisions, yeah. even in civil trials where it's 51-49, in terms of, you know, beyond a reasonable doubt is in a criminal trial. This is the 51-49 preponderance of evidence, more likely to have happened than not. It is very difficult to get these decisions, even when you have stupid attorneys for representing Donald Trump. It's very hard to get. but And they did it. And they did it because he did it. They were able to get the victory because he fucking did it. Yeah. Um, yesterday, I forgot to mention this story. And remember, on Tuesday's podcast, this was before the verdict came out. And I had seen a story that really had me worried. Because, you know, one of the jurors was a big fan of some crazy ass right wing talk show that I'd never heard of, and I looked it up. I don't even remember the guy's name, but it really concerned me. And I thought, oh, boy, if this guy is one of those, yeah, you know, all they need is one person to stand yeah. their ground. They gum up the words. And the fact that, obviously, that did not happen uh, speaks a lot to the, that's right, the jury system that Joe Tapakina, right at the beginning of the trial, praised and said, this is how it is done in our country, and we respect the process. Well. And, right, but and, and, and he, they must have thought they had somebody in there, and it did not work out that no, way. No, no. And I, I, I bring this up because it really caught my attention, this whole idea that the judge advised all the jurors to retain their anonymity. And 
their names do not have to be released to the public. They don't have to do interviews with anyone. They could just go about their business for the rest of their lives because of threats that would undoubtedly come from Trump world against each and probably all of the jurors, if we knew who they were, if we knew their name. And that led me to uh, look up, how often does this happen where jurors are anonymous in trials? And I got my answer pretty quickly, and I got it geographically specific here. Um, Yeah, of course, it's about John Gotti. That's the story. The great John Gotti. John, John Gotti, the, you know, the Gambino crime family godfather right in the uh, the 80s 70s and 80s uh they kept grabbing him they put him on trial and i think three times he beat the rap and it was alleged and it was proven that he had tampered with the jury bribes were paid everything was done to undermine the process over and over and over again so he would get acquitted and then on the news, you'd see Gotti walking out of the courthouse with his hands over his head, with his fists high, and they were they were cheering him in Brooklyn. And uh, it turns out that the John Gotti trial, the final one where they got him, was the one where the jurors were anonymous. They finally woke up finally. and got the jurors to be anonymous. And, of course, that's where they nailed John Gotti on 13 different counts and he went to jail for the rest of his life. So that's what it took to get John Gotti. So it's been um, almost 40 years, right? And they haven't had to do this for anybody else at the Brooklyn federal courthouse until now. Yeah. (laughs) Until, and I think this probably was in Manhattan, right? It wasn't in Brooklyn, but you get the Mm -hmm. point. Yeah, still. Uh, the last time in Brooklyn, which is, I'm sure, a very busy courthouse also. They do some John things there. Gotti. Yeah. So Trump Trump is a mob boss. This is all he, this is how he, he worked. And a lot of folks are on to him, including the judge in this case. So uh, good for the jurors. And um, Trump's got nothing on appeal. It's not going to work. Get out of here. What are you doing? You're wasting time. And yeah, he'll, he'll do what he always does. He'll try to delay his as long as he can, paying the, the $5 million, which, as you know, could put a billionaire in receivership. Because, sure, sure. Oh, wait, I thought he was really rich, and $5 yeah, million it's not. to him would be like $100 to you and me. But maybe I, I might be wrong. But, you know, if his name wasn't Donald Trump, this wouldn't even be a thing. That's what you want. Is that, is that, what you want, is that right? an actual argument that's being made? Yes, it is. Of course it is. Um, you know, that guy who's, uh, running for president, that, uh, Botswami guy. That oh yeah, guy. yeah. 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 Um, he's the one, let me make sure I can, uh, find this here. This guy is uh, the new kind of folk hero of MAGA nation. He hates woke everything. He thinks transgender shit is bullshit. All this stuff. He's he's really into it. Really committed. Yep. Uh, we'll get it here. Here we go. Vivek Ramaswamy. He's the guy, and he uh, made his money 
in biotech, and then he did uh, a lot of finance. He's a young guy. He's in his 30s, and, and he's running. He quickly defended Trump after the indictment last month in the other case, and uh, on Tuesday he did the same following the conviction in the E. Jean Carroll case. He says, I wasn't one of the jurors, and I'm not privy to all the facts that they have, but I'll say what everyone else, everyone else, including you, Britt, I know I'm saying it, Jesus, <laughs> is privately thinking. If the defendant wasn't named Donald Trump, would there even be a lawsuit? Now, before you think, well, you know, there's kind of a, think about this. If E. Jean Carroll had been assaulted in Bergdorf Goodman, in the 90s by someone not named Trump, someone who truly was anonymous, she probably would have filed charges. She probably would have done what many women do. Yeah. But because it was Donald Trump, she did not file charges at that time. Correct. So it's wishful thinking to think that the actual problem is today that the name of the defendant was Donald Trump. He used the fact that he was Donald Trump back then to do everything that he did to her. It's unlikely that E. Jean Carroll would have been approached by an anonymous person in that department store and that E. Jean Carroll would have ever responded in a way that invited that anonymous person who she didn't know at all to uh, help her pick out some kind of gift. If a guy comes up to you and you don't know them at all and says, can you help me find a gift for my girlfriend? That usually is not a great way to meet girls. But if you're Donald Trump, yeah. you use your celebrity yeah. To meet someone that you know, and of course, all these years later, he's got the uh, Donald Trump playbook, never heard of her, never saw her, don't know who she is. Of course you knew who she was. You absolutely knew who she was. Everyone, again, knew who she was who lived in the New York metropolitan area. She was on TV. She was on cable. She was on local TV. She, she was a writer. She was in Esquire magazine. She did all kinds of stuff. She was a fairly famous local personality in the New York area, as were you during that period, Donald Trump. You're a liar, and you got caught. So this whole idea that Donald Trump's just a poor victim because he's Donald Trump, game over on that one. You know what, Britt? If you or I were to purloin documents from the White House— that were of national security importance, we'd get away with it. But yeah, because Trump did fair. it, it's they're fair. going after him. That's fair. Same problem. You know, yeah. if you and I tried to change the outcome of an election through bribery, through threats, through extortion, we'd get away with it. But I mean, when Trump does it, they come right after him. It's well, so that's you, unfair. <laughs> it's why you have to fight back against this stuff, because the next time it's your son that goes into Bergdorf's and, and assaults a woman, who's going to stand up for him? You got it. <laughs> See, and here's the problem. Trump, Trump built Trump Tower 
on the wrong block in Manhattan because he bought the building where Bonwit Teller was on Fifth Avenue instead of Bergdorf Goodman. So if he would have bought the other building, this would have never happened. I know that's a stretch, but again, that's how I think or how I don't think. Just a thought there. All right. <laughs> uh, next culture war against women uh, just served up by the Food and Drug Administration. Right. Here you go. FDA advisors recommend sale of birth control pill without a prescription. <gasps> There'll be a final decision this summer by the FDA on a birth control pill called O-Pill, O-P-I-L-L, generically called Nagestrel. company is HRA Pharmaceuticals. If approved, it will be the first birth control pill sold in the U.S. without a prescription since oral contraceptives were approved more than 60 years ago. You mean the Supreme Court hasn't gotten around to invalidating birth control yet what are they doing they're what working are they waiting on it. for they're working on it but i would just guess i would just guess i have no proof i haven't heard anybody say this yet but this seems like just a an easy one up on the t there for the same folks who uh, brought you the dobbs decision against abortion rights to go this is too far yeah. This, you know what this does? This encourages more girls to have more sex. And we can't have that. We need to have more girls having sex without protection. That's right. And then there can be babies that we will force them to raise and not allow them to uh, choose if they want to have that baby at all. Right. Because we know better, but we're against big government telling you how to run your life. Yeah, Except what's in this area? What's what's hard for you to understand about that equation? I mean, I don't I don't makes, get what you don't get. Makes perfect sense to me. <laughs> it does. We want we want to fuck over those women who are trying to raise those kids mostly on their own by uh, having some work requirements so they can have some well some uh, assistance, but we give them nothing for childcare, and we run them into the ground. And every time that they try to get some sort of assistance, we mock them, we minimize them, and we make them feel like shit. I don't I don't see where the downside is here. This drug was first approved in 1973, same year as Roe, right? Mm -hmm. As a prescription. They stopped selling it in 05 for business reasons. And uh, they updated the label in 2017 in hopes of uh, bringing it back. It's kind of like the way the twist got brought back a couple years it later did. by Chucky Checker. And it went did. to number one twice, as you know, the sure. only song to do that, right? <laughs> Isn't it the only one? I, I, I know so. Twist and Shout had to come back when Ferris Bueller came out, but I don't know if it went to number one. No. No. I don't even think it was re-released as a single. I don't think it, it was, was. I think it, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. I just crushed you on that. Just admit it. It wasn't <laughs> I don't think you crushed me. I did. Also, well, you tried to wiggle out. It wasn't a single. Twist and well, Shout what is your, what is was your, not a uh, single twice. What is your what is your prize for winning this pseudo argument that I put about half an ounce of effort? You have here? no idea. You have no idea how many little check marks I have <laughs> on the wall. Over. You've no idea. No idea. <laughs> uh, nearly half of all pregnancies in the United States were unintended in 2011, and they published that in 2016. Apparently, we 
we only have that kind of information. Nothing, nothing in the last six years to update that, but we'll assume that that means means something. And 75% of all pregnancies among girls 15 to 19 were unintended. 75%. Wow. So this seems to be the kind of thing, just on the surface, just my liberal guy intuition, that this would cause fewer abortions to be even considered legal or illegal if more girls had ready access to birth control and they didn't necessarily have to tell mommy or daddy and they could get the pill without having the talk with mommy and daddy where daddy is a uh, mouth-breathing asshole who gets out the belt and starts whooping her (laughs) or even thinking about having sex with that pig that she's been going out with at school who we hate who has no future and why are you right going out with right him? after I write this check, Trump, because he's in a five million dollar hole. I'm going to get this belt right. and whoop the shit out of you. There you go. But uh, uh, I would mark that one down as as your next over the top, beyond belief culture war thing that the right will make. It's just a question of uh, how stupid Ron DeSantis will be thinking it's a good idea to get out in front of this one first thinking that Trump would bite on this. And I actually think that Trump wouldn't bite on something like this. It's just my I, intuition maybe, about Maybe it would be a great Trump question to ask tonight on his town hall. Can I give you some links on how to find it and how to watch it, Brad? Britt, I have no idea where that would be. <laughs> I don't, I've never heard of this channel. Okay, let, I'm, I'm going to... I'm going to out you on this. What, this is how many this years? Is a, how many years ago? How many years ago did we start joking about the fact that before every major sporting event like the Super Bowl, anything? that we would see articles on Yahoo or or anywhere else? Here's how, how to how watch, to watch the NCAA, Here's how to watch right. the NCAA national championship game. Right. Here's how to watch the Super Bowl. Here's how to see the inauguration of the president. And it'll tell you what channels they were on. And there'd be an actual story, like the coronation of Charles. They were like, oh, my God, here's the links as to where you can see this live. Uh, so Britt decided that because I'm slightly older than him, that I'm one of those people that really needs that kind of help, that I wouldn't I wouldn't know how to find the Super Bowl. I wouldn't know how to find <laughs> CNN on my on my clicker. So he keeps sending me articles right before every one of these events. He sent one today on how to watch the the town hall with Trump tonight on on CNN. Thank you, thank you very much. <laughs> it's the it's the comic principle. If you do something three <laughs> times, it's not funny. But if you do it one hundred ninety six thousand uh, three hundred eight times, it's funny. it gets better. No, it it gets better every time. In fact, if you could start working on this now, how will I be able to watch? The Indianapolis 500, that's coming up. I'm going to get to work on this. I'm going to put this on my to-do list. Get working there. (laughs) I'll I'll just send a message to him and our friend, John the Catholic, and I'll go, here you go, Brad. It'll be the stupid article. Go, here's how to watch the Trump CNN town hall streaming. And (laughs) it's like even the dumbest doofus who's writing a check to Donald Trump right now can figure out how to watch this fucking thing. And if you can't, please walk off the edge of a cliff. Please, Wiley Coyote style, just let gravity run its course. Okay? My message to you. 
Uh, here's an interesting little uh, booger that just uh, got picked here. Uh, an IHOP in Charlotte is being sued for religious discrimination and retaliation. An employee hired in January of 21 at the store on Woodlawn Road in Charlotte had asked and was granted religious accommodation to not work on Sundays, according to the lawsuit. The general manager agreed not to schedule him on Sundays because he's a Christian and holds a sincere religious belief that Sunday's the Sabbath and a holy day and honor God by attending church services, participating in worship, taking in communion in accordance with his church practices, according to court documents. That's like Corinthians uh, 3 and 6, right? I guess. Three months later, a new general manager shows up and expressed hostility about the request and told the guy to work two Sundays in April and May of 2021. After the second shift, the cook said, I'm not working any more Sundays. When he showed up for his next shift, the general manager refused to let him come in and canned him. Manager told employees that religion shouldn't take precedence over the job, and the cook thinks it's a little more important to go to church than to pay his bills. So IHOP is being sued by, you ready, the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. That's right. The liberals who hate America and hate religion are suing on behalf of this man's religious rights. Jesus. Interesting, isn't it? I would have never thought that. How is you know that where you possible, sh- you know, Britt? You know where you should have gotten a job? It's a place called, uh, what's it called? Oh, Chick-fil-A, you asshole! Jesus. Do I have to tell do I have to? Are you taking the, oh, wait, are you ta- you're not taking the side of the company on this, no, are you? No, I'm not taking the side of the company. I just think this guy's being a dick. Is there, but that's not against the well, law. But here, well, no, he's being, you may say he's being a dick for not wanting to work on it. Okay, I, I get that. But they agreed to allow that. Yeah. For for many months. And then. I can't and back Britt, the Britt, man. Britt, how many times have you had a new program director come into the fucking radio station and be a dick and change yes. the rules? How, well, no, the, the shorter answer is how many times did I not have that happen? <laughs> <laughs> that, that one, that, that, that would, maybe I could get that out before the end of the show. Uh, the company that owns this particular IHOP, whoa, has 1,130 IHOP. Jesus, God almighty. Well, that's them. not just the IHOP. They own Arby's and Burger King's and oh, okay. Creams and Popeye's. It's a big company. There you go. So this guy may come in for a big payday. Oh, yeah. He'll probably deep pocket here. I think he'll end up doing really well. Deep pocket. Deep pocket. All right. Let's do, let's do, uh, let's do stupid ass Tucker because there's a wrestling analogy here once we get to stupid ass Tucker. First, uh, Tucker, he's so funny. This one jumped out. Tucker Carlson told us he's running for president in 2024. Then he said he was joking. Then Uh he said, He's, quote, fundamentally a dick. That's a man who knows himself, doesn't well, he? That's, that's accurate, sure. These are late-night texts from Tuesday night. And uh, this whole thing with him, uh, quote-unquote, moving his show to Twitter, uh, you can see where this one's going to go. You can see what's happening here. And... 
dealing with Elon Musk is like dealing with with Trump. It always ends in tears. It always does, even for Tucker Carlson. And and we can get into the the concept of uh, having to painfully kind of sort of take his side in the no compete clause issue that he has with Fox, because I'm not even sure that Fox uh, wants to let him do anything, even if they're even if they're not paying him anymore. They're going to try to play that card, which is what happened to me on a much smaller scale wasn't over $25 million. Um, but that's a, that's a different issue. Uh, Tucker Carlson somehow thinks that he can just do exactly what he was doing on Fox and put it up on Twitter and uh, Ma and Pa Kettle, who are the core audience for Tucker Carlson, people in airports who are stuck, forced to watch Fox, are going to be uh, seeking him out on Twitter. It doesn't work that way. And, Britt, we learned this. I certainly, I learned it a long time ago, mm-hmm. and I knew it was true. Mm-hmm. It's really great to be on a successful platform mm-hmm. that people generally come to. And if you can bring something a little bit more to it, you can be a success and uh, say what we want. And we can say a lot of things, but you could not deny the the platform in terms of scale it's number one in, sh- in charlotte that we had yeah. at wbt you couldn't oh, yeah. deny that and uh the the minute you're not there and you're at the top of the dial on on am radio or god forbid doing a podcast it's just it's not the same well, kind let me of, let me ask you this though let me let me ask you this though yeah if they said to you when we're on wbt yeah no, no, this 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 would be a good analogy because you'll get this. After that two weeks in which that we started, in which they hate us, they said, "You guys need to go the fuck home, and we're going to just pay out the two years of your contract. We'll give you the mm-hmm. money. Just sure. go home. Don't do." Would you have said, "No, the people deserve to hear my voice. I must get out there." Would you have done that? No. I have to breach this contract. America needs me. Really? You can't just sit on your ass up in Maine blowing moose or whatever you well, do up there and just see, get a, that's get where a check the every analogy, No, the analogy breaks down there, okay? Because uh, as much as I enjoyed doing radio for 38 years and as much fun as I have doing this, never for one second do I believe or did I believe that the future of the country of the world of peace of tranquility there you go depended upon people being able to hear my voice or or see me uh tucker carlson is of a different cut and you can tell because of the way he's panicking and this is panic that you're hearing from him in all of these the panic is what's the panic a realization that he knows that the world will continue to turn. Dogs will continue to bark. Babies will continue to cry. Politics will continue to happen. Politicians will continue to lie uh, with him or without him being able to speak to America on a regular basis. And the longer he is not there to do that, 
the more people move on with their lives. In fact, they already have. Right. That's the way it works. And if you're fortunate enough to be in one of these great positions, you try to do your best not to blow it. Um, so, but I, I want to take this. I want to take this a step further in the analogy. Okay. So you you de- you decide you're going to go home, and WBT has said you suck ass. Oh, if they we'll would have said you- we're going to pay it out in for two years, absolutely. But that wasn't then you, 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 but then you go and you have a meeting with your wife, genuine. Look, they're going to pay me the six figures that they owe me over the next couple of years. But you know what? I am for a higher purpose. I want to put a show on MySpace. <laughs> What would your wife have done to you if you would have said something as fucking stupid? Well, she'd well, she think I'm crazy. Of course, no, just like a, because obviously it, I should, I'd want to have it on Friendster. <laughs> that person that keeps doing things with his sperm and turning them to humans, can't the person say to Tucker, eh, let's take the millions of fucking dollars and just this- chill? You keep doing this every time with every story. You think that there are people who can talk reason into the worst people in the world, like Donald Trump. Like, you know, if Ivanka would just go in there and tell her, no, it doesn't work that way. I don't think that. No one tells Tucker. Tucker Carlson is so into Tucker Carlson that it doesn't matter what his, first of all, he's probably got enough money banked that it doesn't doesn't matter for a couple of years. It does not matter. And but the, second they of owe all, him money for he's nothing. got wait, he's got a bigger idiot. He's got a bigger idiot, apparently, possibly willing to pay him equal or more money. He's got a bigger idiot over there at Newsmax, that Christopher Ruddy, and he's got a bigger idiot with a lot more money, Elon Musk, who wants to put him on Twitter so that people can look at him for three minutes at a time and then get bored and move on to something else like they do. The only thing he uh, hasn't. Uh, you know, he hasn't uh, uh, hooked up with yet is uh, what the fuck is the other one? I can't. Peter Thiel or one of those. One no, of those not Peter. What, what, what's the thing with the t- quick video? Oh, Rumble. Rumble. No, no. More popular. <laughs> more popular. Than, there's nothing more. Truth Social. No, no. <laughs> all the kids are on it. Oh, the, the TikTok. Yes. I could think of TikTok. I, I think the kids the are on. <laughs> Two things. I should have said, sounds like the shit you put in your mouth when your breath stinks. Two, two, two points about that. Uh, the wrestling analogy is that's called being a mark for yourself. If you start winning a bunch of matches because people agree to lay down and let you pin them, you might be stupid enough to believe I'm a pretty tough guy. I'm, I'm kicking ass in here. And you might go to a bar and take a six foot five, 270 pound guy and try to challenge him to a fight because you can beat all these other guys that do this for a living. That's called being a mark for yourself. The number two thing is uh, when you talk about Elon Musk, you saw the interview where he goes, well, I just don't care about making money on Twitter. I'm defending democracy. And some things are just better than that. Well, plus he's waffling on the whole Tucker Carlson idea. Yeah, I and know. At the but same time, at the same time, he's now reaching out to Don Lemon and saying, maybe Don Lemon, maybe you want to come over sure. and do something. But don't you, do you think that the banks that help finance to the tune of hundreds of millions of dollars, Mr. Musk's little adventure in defending democracy are like, no, 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 no. We actually wanted to make money on this. Fucko. Do you think that those people are like looking at that interview and going, what in the French fried titty fuck are you talking about, Elon Musk? This 
public service that you're rendering that we finance to the tune of all of this money? You dumbass. Well, add in the dwindling advertising base of Twitter. Do you think that this is going to turn it around? No, well, unless you think that the my pillow guy is suddenly going to move all of his advertising over to Twitter, and that wouldn't be that much money anyway. Um, I don't care if you intentionally. It's like re- Elon Elon Musk just he he doesn't know what he's doing. He's trying a bunch of different things. Most of them. I have some news for you. People have thought of all this kind of stuff before, and there's a reason that it doesn't exist right now. Things like this. So that's why you stay uh, at home, shut the fuck up, and take the money, and then two years yeah. from now you figure it out. Well, you I don't have to get out I, there. I mean, you get it. I get, but but that's not where he's coming from, Britt. The point of this he's whole thing, and again, this this is where Sean Hannity gets it. I think Sean Hannity gets. Oh, the point of this is to make a shit ton of money. I'll lie. I'm not bigger than Jesus. I'm not. God is not speaking through me. I'm oh. here to make a shit ton of money by telling people bullshit. I, Sean Hannity well, gets that. Well, first of all, Britt, I think you'll agree with me hannity would gladly take the money and shut up for shut two up years. he'd go he'd he buy a yacht he he'd cruise around he'd bang yeah. kaylee McEnany every chance he got he'd, he'd go drinking and fishing no, on it's, Long Ains- Island. it's ainsley Earhart. Oh, you sorry. named the wrong blonde bimbo at I, I apologize i apologize to the McEnany family i don't know what i was doing please don't sue me hmm. <laughs> All right, let's play let's play high low here because there is going to be a figure a number that's going to come out in a couple of days of how much money trump will brag about raising off of uh, the combination of being convicted of sexual assault and getting uh, a huge amount of unearned media i guess it's called earned media when you get it for free like this uh, an hour on CNN, which for the last uh, six years, nobody watches CNN. It's dead. But now it's Yeah, not. but now he, gets, he, gets, he loves it. And it could be disastrous, even for me. Yeah. 20 million is my over-under. 20 million is what he'll say. Yeah. Which will be a complete uh, lie anyway. It's a fictitious number, but fine. 